there is grace for those who need grace. And is anyone doesn't need grace? We all need grace, amen? And that's what the cross, that's what communion is about tonight. And I'm grateful that every time I come to uh, the time of communion, I'm remembering what Jesus did for me. And you know, we all know how we ought to live, amen? We all know what we should be doing. We all know what we need to get right. We all know what we need to change. And I think we, we're all painfully aware of that. But God not only tells us what we ought to do, he gives us the grace to do it. It says in Philippians that it's God that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He gives us the will. And I believe it's through communion that we refocus our hearts and we're reminded of what Jesus did for us. And we also realize we're sinners. We need his grace. We need his mercy. We need his help to live right, to overcome, to, to be victorious. And, and we need that on a regular basis because we're living in a sinful, fallen world. And we need God's grace as the people of God. So let's remember Jesus. Let's remember what he did for us on the cross that um, he was born to die. His body, his precious body, even as a baby, would one day grow up and those precious little feet would one day be pierced through with, with a nail and his hands would be pierced through, his side would be pierced, but it was all for you and I. And Jesus said, this is my body broken for you. Let's remember Jesus tonight, his broken body. In the same manner, the scriptures say he took the cup, gave it to his disciples and said, this cup is the new covenant. And we are tonight in covenant relationship with God. God Almighty has made a covenant through his blood. There's nothing more steadfast, nothing more binding, nothing more real, nothing more powerful than the blood of Jesus tonight. Let's remember his shed blood. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray together. One more time, Father God, we come to you as we gather together as the people of God. We understand, we know the true meaning of Christmas, and we're grateful for that. And we contend for that truth tonight, that a Savior has been born, but he was born to die for our sins, for our redemption, and through his death, we now live because he lives. And God, I pray your blessing over our lives as you remind us of your love and your sacrifice, that we're forgiven, that we're made whole, that we're changed. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen and amen. Pastor Mike, come and share with us. God bless you as you share the word of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. as we look into the word and just pray before we leave here tonight I just want to ask by a show of hands how many in here tonight are you going through a battle could be financial could be sickness in the family could just be mental we're all going through something and as you noticed you picked up um, a candle on your way in and to end the service we want to put the focus tonight on Jesus because that's what it's all about some of you still might have some last minute stuff you're going to be getting on your way home, stopping at Walgreens because all the other stores are closing out early to get some last minute gifts. Some of you guys got to get some food together for tomorrow. But sometimes in the, the hustle of Christmas, we can forget the main reason for the season, and it's Jesus tonight. 
And so we're going to do something just a little different. We're going to begin, Rob, if you could just put the lights off. You know, as you know, my family is going through a little something right now. And in and, and a season where, you know, it's jolly, everything's bright, it's all about lights, sometimes you can feel like it's dark, that there's no hope. And sometimes our circumstances can dictate um, how life is going to be from now on. But we know that we have a hope in Jesus Christ, don't we? It doesn't matter what your sickness is telling you. It doesn't matter what your family is telling you. It doesn't matter what your mind is telling you. We have a hope in Jesus Christ, don't we? But sometimes things get even worse. And I'm going to come over here and I'm just going to unplug these lights here. We're going to turn the illumination of the projector off. And I want to read in Matthew 2, 1 through 2, it says, Now after Jesus was born, so Jesus is now born, the Savior of the world has been born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. Behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. You know, we don't often think about the star because when you look out in the night sky, all you see is stars. But there was something about this star. And these were astronomers. These were people who knew the skies. They knew the planets. They knew everything because they studied their whole lives. But a star was placed in the sky and it was special and they knew that it was different from everything that they had seen and they had studied and they left everything to come seek the star. And then if we jump down to verse nine, it says, after listening to the king, they went on their way and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And so Al, if you could just shut the sconces off and Rob, if you could just click all of these overhead lights off. You know, pastor has a vision this year for what God wants to do in our church. And he's got the clicker. And so what he's going to do is he's going to light his candle. And then he's going to turn and we're going to begin. Just take a moment. And we want all of our candles to begin to be lit. going to begin to come around and we're going to begin to light your candle. We're going to see the atmosphere change in the room. Even though we shut off all the lights, we couldn't see anything. But now look what's happening. As we begin to help each other and light the source of light that we're holding, look around you. Can you begin to see people? Hold that candle up just as you, if you have it lit. Take a look around the sanctuary. 
How awesome does this look right now? Doesn't matter how dark it gets in your life. Doesn't matter how dark your circumstances. I had pastor light at first because God has given our pastor a vision for 2022. And as he lit Pastor Lisa's, as Pastor Lisa lit the congregations and you begin to help each other light your own candle, look around the room how the atmosphere has changed. We shut everything off, but now we can see everybody. And this, in this new year, this is what it's about. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. And I want you to hear where it says, and going into the house, they saw the child would marry his mother. And in biblical days, they always listed the mother first. But here, when it's talking about Jesus, we see a switch where it mentions Jesus first. Because when Jesus was born, that's who the focus should be on. When you're going through something in your life, he's the focus that it should be on. We need to keep our gaze and our eyes on him. Just like those wise men who saw that star that looked different. It said the star actually led them. It led them to where exactly Jesus was. Just like Jesus was a pillar of fire to the Israelites in the wilderness, he took them away they didn't know. They kept their eyes on the pillar and he led them through the wilderness. And in the same way, if you're experiencing just darkness in your life right now where your Christmas just doesn't seem to be that merry, we need to learn how to put our focus on the light of the world. Amen? The light of Jesus Christ. John 1.9 says this, the true light which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. You know what's awesome about light? It doesn't discriminate. We all are holding this source of light right now. And Jesus wants to light into our lives to expose the things in our past so that we can walk in the true freedom that he's called us to walk in. And I promise you, no matter how dark your night seems, you can focus on Jesus and he will bring you to that place where you can worship and you can give all that you have and worship at the feet of Jesus. And it says, and they fell down and worshiped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. Second Corinthians says this, four, verse six, for God who said, let light shine out of the darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. In this new year, as we close out 2021 in the next week, we want you to catch the vision of discipleship. Catch the vision of becoming a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ. And the only way you can do that is if you allow the light of Jesus Christ into your life to illuminate everything. And you will experience the freedom that God has called you to. But there are three, <clears throat> there were three responses to Jesus when he was born. Number one, Herod displayed open hatred and hostility towards Jesus. When we become the light of the world, sometimes people will have hatred and hostility towards the light. And that's okay. The wise men came to see this great thing. They came to the town and they were expecting the religious leaders to have the same reaction. But number two, the reaction of the chief priests and scribes were indifferent. They had a casual and uncaring mindset when it came to Jesus. They weren't looking for him like these wise men. Sometimes when we are the light of the world, people might have a casual or indifferent mindset when it comes to Jesus. And then the third and final response was the wise men. It says that they sought out Jesus and worshiped him, even at great cost. We want to be a church in 2022 that has that third response. Amen.
No matter what you're going through, fix your gaze on that star. Fix your gaze on the light of Jesus Christ and he will bring you through any wilderness. He'll bring you through any amount of darkness where you can come to a place and worship him and have true freedom. Amen. Could you stand with me tonight? All we need is hope tonight. That's all we need. Just a sliver of hope can bring just light into the darkness. And we're going to pray over you. We're going to pray over us as we leave tonight, as you go back to your families, go back to your homes. No matter what situations you're going back to, Jesus Christ is the light of the whole world. And he shines in the darkness tonight. I was sitting in the back um, doing the lyrics, and I received a call, and uh, it's a nurse friend who's in the ICU with my mom. And she, they began to take her off the medicine. And so she put the phone near my mom's ear and I began to speak and her eyes began to open a little bit tonight. All we need is hope, church. All we need is a little bit of hope to make it through the darkest night, amen? And so we're gonna pray and just believe that God would illuminate his light into your darkest situations and we would just see God do his work as we finish out this year, amen? Heavenly Father, we just thank you for tonight. God, we lift up this church, God, we lift up our pastors, God, we just pray, Lord, that as you have given him vision for this new year, God, that you would just continue to illuminate your word in his life, God, and Lord, you would illuminate our minds to understand every message, God, every time we come together to pray, God, that we would do it with an expectancy that you're going to move, Lord, we pray that you would help to darken all of the things that are distracting us, Father, as we close out this year, and open up our eyes, to fix our eyes on the one true star, God, that you would lead us through every wilderness, God. You would lead us through every desert, Father. And Lord, that we would keep our focus on you so that we can experience true worship and sacrifice as we bow at your feet. Father, these lights, God, they represent you, Father. And Lord, we live in dark times right now. But God, if we can catch the light, then you can illuminate our church, Father. We can illuminate our city, God. We can illuminate our nation, God. We can illuminate the world, Father, with the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about tonight. And Jesus, we celebrate you. We celebrate your birth. We celebrate the hope that was born on a dark night in a cold stable. Lord, hope is what we focus on tonight. And Father, we pray over every family that's dealing with sickness, God. We just declare healing in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray over every mental illness, God. We pray over every financial situation, God. Lord, we just speak your life over them in the name of Jesus. And Father, we just seal it. We seal your spirit on us tonight, God. And Lord, tomorrow when we gather around families, we pray that we would illuminate Jesus Christ to our families, God. Open up their eyes to see you, God, so that they can be illuminated, God, and walk in the freedom that you've called them. And Father, we thank you. We thank you for the sacrifice of giving us your son, Jesus, so that we could have a relationship with you. We thank you for the restorative work that you've done in our lives, God. And in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy time with your families, and we'll see you Sunday. God bless.